0: To the Alex Jones Show, folks, I'm Chase Geiser, your host this evening. We're going to be taking calls for the remainder of the first half of this hour. Let's go straight to Hammer Hardy in Florida. Hammer Hardy, always a pleasure to speak with you, sir. How are you?
1: Chase, good evening. Nice to speak to you, too. How's, how's the family?
0: Everybody's doing great. Thanks for asking. How are you and yours?
1: Doing good, man. I've been working, like, 12-hour days every day for, like, 12 months. But beside that... Um, I know the feeling. Yeah, so... <laughs> But uh, yeah, so you had mentioned something earlier. You said uh, you know it's time for us to stop throwing bones and start throwing stones. Yeah. And what that what that makes me think of is how uh, Don Jun- Donald Trump Jr. has been calling for the end to the boycott of the uh, Anheuser Busch. Um, you know the, the whole Bud Light Yeah. Life yeah.
0: Because so, they they sweat but, They fired everybody in that marketing department, and then they did a deal with the UFC, right, with Dana White. And so yeah, a lot yeah, of conservatives I mean, are trying to get a, get people to. Accept that, basically, recognition of how they screwed up.
1: And yeah, and, and so the, the the way I feel about that is it, it was such an insult to to America that I really feel like a lesson needs to be uh, you know a message needs to be sent and a lesson needs to be learned. So um, I feel that if they want our business back, if mm-hmm. they want to bring us back as customers and they want to show some, us some respect, then they need to come out with a red Budweiser can a MAGA Budweiser can with
0: the Patriot lion on it. I'll buy that. Yeah. <laughs> then they'll alienate everybody on the left.
1: <laughs> Screw them. It's
0: not I, like I they're deal. keeping them in can, business. And here's the thing too with, with the Bud Light thing. You know, I, I'm willing to accept that the apology, and I appreciate that they recognize the problem, fired everybody, tried to do these deals with right-wing organizations like the UFC, <laughs> but I'm still not buying any Budweiser products. I'm not buying Modelo or Bud Light or Budweiser. I when we went when we went to the border we stopped at a gas station on the way down to Eagle Pass and you guys saw Tim Enlow. He was with us doing security. He was on the air that week that we were at the border. And I, I saw a Bud Light hat at the gas station buried under all these other hats. And it was 15 bucks. I had to buy it for Enlo. I gave it to me. He goes, I don't want that. I don't want that. I was like, wear it, wear it as a gag gift, you know? But I don't know. Like, I accept the apology, but I'm never going to buy one of their products again. They just blew it to me. Uh, what do you think? Well, so
1: to me, it's more about the message. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, it's about showing them like, hey, listen, we have the power to keep you in business or put you out of business. Right. And if you're going to disrespect the American people, then you need to go. But if you really, you know, if you really truly, you know, regret regret your decision, if you've, you know, if your apology really means something, I can't, I can't just take people at their word anymore. You got to show me something. Yep. You got to, you got to, you know, uh, place something down at the altar. In, in, in another way of, of of saying it, you know.
0: Yep. Make absolutely. me an offering. Absolutely, I'm with you, Heart, Hammer. Good, good feedback there. Thank you for calling in, Tim in California. Tim, what's on your mind? Tim, are you still with us, buddy?
2: Hear me. Yes,
0: I can hear you. Can now. you hear me? Yes. Okay.
2: Alter ego. Alter ego. A Massachusetts Institute of Technology student has created a device. It allows humans to communicate with machines using our minds
0: now does it require an it's, implant or, or how does it work no
2: no it's he's it's actually a little wearable headset but it's not a a, a goggle type device like the others are going with oh yeah we have it on and screen the, i see it and, and and by the way here's the kicker this is from a 60 minutes thing from 2018 Imagine how much technology has changed from then till now. Obviously he's no longer a student and you can read all about him. Yeah. But it 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 says basically this enables a human computer interaction that is subjectively experienced as completely internal to the human user like speaking to oneself. And it enables a user to transmit and receive streams of information. So you can receive the
0: information too. You don't just you don't yeah. just do the search or interact with the device it, from yourself. It goes back to, to your head,
2: to and from a computing device or any other person without any observable action. Indiscretion without unplugging the user from their environment, without invading the user's
0: privacy. They got him wearing it in this video though. Look how ridiculous he looks, man. Can you imagine if somebody not- came up to the counter with that on their face? <laughs> I got but,
2: but just but my point is, imagine when your kids go to school and you don't know what's going on, instead of them saying, "Pull your rulers and abacuses out of your desktop children instead, they say, "Please pull your augmented reality you know right. uh, wearable headset." yeah and then All right, everybody. Them we, we is-
0: want everyone to think a search about how World War I started. Think a search. Exactly. So now you've got the
2: pope of a different thing and, you know, the whole thing just because the Internet says it's that way. And what choice do they have? Once they show up, they're the slave for the day. It just says uh, this has the potential to seamlessly integrate humans and computers such that computing, the Internet, and AI would weave into our daily life as a second self. Wow. And augment our cognition and abilities. Wow. And in the demonstration on 60 Minutes years ago, the guy asked him this unbelievably complicated mathematical equation. He just instantly said the answer. Wow. And then he asked him, like, "What's the, you know the capital of Bulgaria and its population, or whatever?" And he just instantly told him, no problem.
0: Fascinating. So, you I, know, it's it's crazy. I, I, I had a, I, I used to host a podcast for Entrepreneur Magazine, and I would interview these different entrepreneurs for 30 minutes at a time. And about 15 minutes into one, I could have sworn that I was not talking to a human being, that I was talking to an AI, because the answers that that I was getting back. And I just said, all right, what's 317 times 1042.5? And he spit out the right answer right away. And I was like, aha, I know that this is an AI. Tim, thank you so much for your call. I appreciate it. Debbie in New Jersey. Debbie, what is on your mind? Debbie, are you there with us?
3: I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. I've been doing some research, and I study common law. Uh Uh-huh. And I came to the realization that the maritime courts, courts of the sea, law of the sea, cannot hear land cases Mm. under statute law. So how is it these courts are ruling against Alex Jones and the rest of us when they have no venue over any of us?
0: You know, I've heard a little bit about— the maritime law stuff. And I don't understand the nuances enough to answer that question, but I know what you're talking about. A lot of the uh, videos and clips that I've seen just sort of in passing about this suggests that we're a maritime law based system. And for some reason, if a crime happens on land, we can't hear it. Is is that the deal? Can you explain a little bit to me for the sake of me and the audience? Absolutely. Thank you.
3: My sister was being harassed by her town Mm -hmm. over city ordinances. Mm -hmm. So I wrote a letter. I won't go into detail. And, I, and at the very end, I put, you can take us to court, but I will let you know that corporations, which are what the courts are, cannot do business with living, breathing men and women. Furthermore, maritime courts cannot hear land cases. And the town of Mayapack, in New York backed down because that letter that I wrote shut them down.
0: Really? really. Wow. Well, that's a hell of a letter. You should write some letters on behalf of (laughs) Infowars.
3: Darling, let me tell you, you guys need any help with letters? I'm a badass common law writer.
0: I appreciate it, Debbie. Thank you for your call. Let's hear from Bandwagon in Arizona. Bandwagon in Arizona, are you there? Uh, Checking one, two,
4: three. Yeah, you sound great. What's up, man? Uh, man. I called called you a couple of weeks ago. Okay. um, and, And I was kind of filling you in on, you know, I needed some help. I needed some backup here, here in Arizona. Yeah, it's called Pima, Pima County. Yep, and I had told you that day that I was gonna get a surprise guest, and that was James O'Keefe.
0: Oh, great!
4: Right, so James O'Keefe came to the location that you know I've been spotting for for months. You know, this huge location. They our local government had spent millions of dollars mm-hmm. on this location, and then they bought a, they rented out a, a COVID. Closed down hotel, and they were using it to spread out the uh, immigrants using our public transportation. So I guess the the whole point of the story is is I want to urge the uh, listeners get your asses out there and get active because it works.
0: Absolutely. You know? Bandwagon, thank you so much for your call. I do appreciate yeah. it. Let's hear from TJ in New York. TJ, what is on your mind? TJ, can we go to TJ, please? There we go. Uh, all
5: right, hello. Can you hear me? You sound great. All right, great. So uh, good to talk to you again. Uh, I talked to you about three weeks ago, was it, um, about the uh, Amazon thing. So before I get into where I got to get into, I, I just need to tell you, yeah. I can't get in contact with you on X about that thing I got fired from Amazon from. Where I uh, made a video about their whole. Can you try send LPG Try sending season? me a DM
0: on Instagram instead, uh, if it's not letting you send me a DM on X, uh, and I'll get those. Yeah, same same handle. Uh, okay. Real Chase Geyser.
5: All right, got it. So uh, so called flyover states, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, being from New York, um, I could tell you that I did. I never actually heard that term till I was like, till I started traveling with the carnival. I was eighteen. This is about fifteen years ago. Yeah. Now. When I, I I I can tell you one thing, man. Being at, doing that job and going around the country was beautiful to see. Now yeah. the thing I gotta tell you most, I'm from here in New York. Mm-hmm. In every where every other small city is a crap hole, and you know the biggest city here, of course, also is
6: now <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma, beautiful. And then the even the cities that I've been to, I went to st paul minnesota it was the most cleanest
0: yes most yes there are certainly crap holes never... small towns all over the country but there are beautiful towns absolutely. as
5: well yeah absolutely you know um you know and uh, in, in st paul i just thought it was the most amazing thing ever it didn't smell like trash or feats, right. you know it, it was
0: franklin tennessee's wow. a lot like that too it's about 45 minutes outside of nashville Thirty six miles away That's or so. awesome. Beautiful town.
5: That's awesome. Oh, um uh, before I forget, uh Debbie from Jersey who just called uh before. Yeah. Um cool please lady. Get, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh if she could get in contact with me, um, at the real busybody on Twitter, I would really much appreciate that. I could use that help. I'm actually not that far from Mayor I live about an hour north from the Bronx. Now, uh and also uh Going into, uh, you know, you were asking earlier if we had lost friends or family and yeah. whatnot because of our so-called political beliefs. Right. You know, and uh, we kind of had this conversation uh, uh, briefly before. But my uh, my best friend, who I've grown up with since day one, actually, ironically, he was the one that turned me on to Infowars <laughs> uh, back during the Bush era. Yeah. yeah. And uh, somehow he became totally Democrat. Um, you know, and I, I don't hate him for it. You, you know, we get along and all, but we do not hang out as nearly as much as we used to because we'll get into arguments. Yeah. My mother, she thinks I'm totally brainwashed by you guys, um, you know, like – and I dated a leftist when I was in Delaware last year. The, the, Everybody's you know, got an date-
0: ex-girlfriend who's a leftist, man.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are not wrong about that. I mean, her daughter knows pronouns. I didn't even know what pronouns were when I was a kid. And she can name, like, all the whole pronoun alphabet. It's crazy, <laughs> man. And she's like nine.
0: Well, TJ, thank you you so much for your call. I want to plow through some of the rest of these. I appreciate you calling in, and, and hopefully you get to connect with Debbie. Let's hear from Bart in Georgia. Bart, what is on your mind?
5: Hey, my mother hates me because I call into the Alex Jones show, your show, and Infowars. And you know what? If Trump wins in 2024 including these family members, I totally support uh, putting them into re-education camps.
7: Oh, I'm not
0: about the re-education. I appreciate the sentiment, but man, as soon as you start sending people to camps, that's how you know you're the bad guy. (laughs) What do you think?
5: Well, they better
8: not hope they make, they better hope they don't make me the next president. (laughs) (laughs) I love the
0: audacity, Bart. Anything else on your mind? 1776, thank you, Chase. Thanks, Bart. Brian in Virginia. Brian in Virginia, what is up?
6: Um. Good evening, Chase. Thanks for calling. Um. The, before I answer your question, there is a documentary that I think you need to see. Okay. And it's called The Deep State Can Frame You, the documentary on Rumble, and I've heard it's got over 100,000 views, I think.
0: The Deep State Can Frame You. Okay, I'll check it out.
6: And... To answer your question, um, what question? I Can't remember. <laughs> it's about like the family members yes, okay. that have separate. Yeah. Um, there is a certain amount of people in my family that are leftist, and so there is a division in my family. There's people that are, you know, on both sides of the political aisle. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it, it. it I mean, I've seen the division.
0: Yeah. So, what's Thanksgiving like for your family?
6: I do get to meet with my grandma and grandpa and mom, and we do have a great Thanksgiving every year.
0: Yeah. Do you just avoid the political conversations?
6: Well, actually, they all do support Trump because of the fact that, you know, he, he's done a lot of great things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Brian, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. David in Washington, David in Washington, what do you think about teachers sucking toes or kids sucking teacher toes? <laughs> Can't even oh believe I'm asking that question, bro.
9: <laughs> Did you see that clip? No. Yeah, I did. I almost couldn't. I was telling the guy who answered the phone when I called in, like,
0: I didn't want to air air it, but it's like you gotta raise awareness, you know? I don't want to show that, but man.
9: No, no, and and I I believe you guys. I mean, I'm. You guys have opened my eyes to so many things over the last like three years. But some stuff like that, I had to call the school. I mean, I didn't get anybody, but I see some stuff like that, and I'm like, hold on, I just got to
0: know. They need to. They need to be prosecuted for that. You can't let a kid suck on your toe.
9: No, that's insane. That's insane. And I don't know. You know, to see the the way those things are happening, uh, you know, to say, well, what do we have to do, and and how are we going to bring justice? I don't. I don't know if there's any justice to be had when things that are that open and that disgusting right in our face. Like I, I can appreciate wanting to jump through the right procedures to, to try and get these people accountable, but I mean, Chase, do you think that there's any accountability to be had, or do you think we're past the tipping point where we're we're just kind of like, you know, I know that's a little grim, but...
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a great question. So, I am generally someone who is opposed to vigilante justice, except when it comes to child abuse. And I think if the system Amen. doesn't take care of, doesn't do what needs to be done to establish justice in situations like that, it's time for dad to get involved. I'm just going to leave it at
9: that. Absolutely. Did you see the flyover conservatives clip of of the the dad who knocked out the the guy when he came out of the courtroom, raped his daughter?
0: Oh, man. That was from months ago, right?
9: I don't know. I just thought today, so I, mean, I could be... I'm I not sure about that. Maybe the crew can find timing.
0: that. Maybe the crew can find that. We can run it. But there's that famous story of that guy in Russia who killed his best friend because he found out his best friend was abusing his daughter, and then the jury acquitted him. They're like, yeah, technically he murdered him, but that guy needed to die, so we're going to acquit this guy.
9: <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. We need a... Our, our tell you what, if I'm ever on a jury
0: for somebody who's being charged with murdering a pedophile, I am acquitting. <laughs> No
9: matter what, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's, that's something that I think uh, if I had a message for people to hear, it's that myself and a lot of small communities around me, and I'm sure that uh, people in all sorts of communities in the United States feel this way. But if, you know, we see the headlines about all the, all the crazy criminal activity and the rapes and stuff with uh, not just illegal immigrants, but also just in general but it's certainly more so now with the open border but you know there's got to be an understanding that if if those criminals pursue that type of behavior in lots of communities in the united states they're going to pay the ultimate price for it and um, i would just encourage everybody to to keep their head on a swivel and but it's just mind-blowing where we're at, and i got to thank you guys so much for raising that awareness. And in closing, since you're talking about how divided we are in America, mm-hmm. I used to travel a lot for work. I just recently got a job where I don't travel as much. But I will say, every city I've been in, all the way from you know New York, everywhere in between, I have these types of conversations with folks that, Uh, on face value you wouldn't you wouldn't assume we would have anything in common whatsoever but we we have those kind of conversations and i think carrie lake said it really good pretty recently where she said we don't care if you woke up yesterday or a month ago but if you're ready to open your eyes and stand on the right side of history welcome to the party and i think that's really important
0: Absolutely, man, David. Thank you so much. That was an outstanding call. I appreciate you calling in, Jack, in Panhandle, Florida. Jack, in the Panhandle in Florida, what is on your mind?
4: Well, Chase, I just got to correct you. You're absolutely great on that rant, a bit defending extreme right wing people.
0: Right, and I just just want to say something real quick before you correct me. I do know that the Nazis weren't really right wing. I I was simply saying that if the left calls them right wing, then you know what I I mean. So go ahead, though. Go ahead and make your point.
4: Right. Well, I'm just saying don't buy into that because you're yeah. trying to do, make it left-wing because the Nazi Party, N-A-Z-I, is short for right. the Na- Nazi Socialist German Workers' Party. Right. And the first thing Hitler did is he brought in health care, free health care for everybody. Yeah, yeah. The oh, reason the, the have- reason
0: that Europeans call the Nazis right-wing is because they were anti-communist. But they disregard the fact that the Nazis were just as much anti-capitalist as they were anti-communist. They thought both communism and capitalism was a Jewish conspiracy. So they're really sort of in the middle. They had all these socialist ideas that would not fit into the framework of American right wing as we understand it today. But relative to the commies, they're right wing. So everybody just says they're right wing, they're right wing. And it, it just mixes everything up and confuses people.
4: You're right. And you're right. And so, if you just say, "Hey, right wing extremists," you know what? It's George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, right, uh, San Adams. Those are the right wing extremists. What what horrible things they did? Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, uh, you know, those are the right wing people.
0: That's true. Let's and go people don't what? realize that our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence is a. They're both radical political. Documents, freedom of speech, total freedom of speech is a radical idea. Allowing everyone to be armed is a radical idea. And this is a nation founded on radicalism. There's nothing to be ashamed of.
4: Bingo. That's my point. And therefore, you go on the attack. Well, let's go with some left wing extremists. Excuse me. Uh, Chairman Mao. How about, um, you know, you have Brezhnev, you have Stalin, you have March, you have. You have Lenin, you have all of these guys. You can keep going. The guy in... Uh, in
0: che, Castro, all of them.
4: G-G-G-G-Pain. All of them. Right. Find me a good one in there. Find me a good one. Let's do the body count. Right-wing extremists, where George Washington oh, and he yeah. led revolution to yeah. try to free themselves from tyranny, and then you have Mao in 1947 who murdered 60 to 100 million well, of his own people. Let they me put it, it to you like this, Jack. Let me put it past. to you like
0: this, Jack. In the world, if you even including the Nazis, if you call them right-wing extremists, which I understand that it's not the right way to frame them, but no. even including the Holocaust and the accepted numbers of the Holocaust, the six million number, if you add up yes, all of the deaths that occurred between 1619 and 2019 of, as a result of right-wing extremism, it's less than the deaths that occurred between 1958 and 1962 during the Great Leap Forward under Chairman Mao. So in four years, communism killed more people than all of right-wing extremism with the accepted numbers and all the concessions for 400 years. Every year under a leftist regime is more deadly than 100 years under a right-wing regime.
4: I I totally agree, but don't put in 6 million Jews that were killed by the Nazis onto our side of uh, of the equation. Sure, you're right, you're right.
0: That's the
8: whole thing. Yep. It gets tricky, no, but yep. you're right.
0: You're right. Jack, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Kevin in Florida. Kevin, what is on your mind?
8: I want to talk about Kelly in El Salvador.
0: Okay. What
8: do you guys say? Okay. Um, I'm not sure about your opinion too much of them. Uh, I just see lots of things, lots of people in America that are very uh, pro mm-hmm. Um I have been to El Salvador uh, a few times um, before Bukele, uh, during, well, Kelly, twice. Uh, I just think, it's kind of weird. I just think everybody is very on board with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he just kind of came out of nowhere. He's a young, uh, so good-looking like a guy. Very, for you. A little bit. Um, you know, and, and most of the people, I talk to a lot of people. I spent a lot of time in the countryside there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the majority of people that I spoke with were not necessarily on the Bekele side. I know he won overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. Um, in the election, as far as it goes, uh, but there's questions as far as the constitution there goes, you know, basically he went in kind of changed, uh, some justices in, in the courts and was able to basically kind of change, change the constitution. And now that's not really my opinion. Cause I'm not mm-hmm. quite too sure about it. And I'm just kind of going off of what I heard from people there. Yeah, um, but l- I just let, think me this, let me
0: put it to you this. Let me put it this way, Kevin, and and I do appreciate your call, and I do think that your call is interesting. So please don't take what I'm about to say the wrong way, because it's not meant to be pointed toward you. I do not give a damn about who leads any other country or what they say ever, whether they're right wing, whether they're left wing. I don't care. I only care about America. And I only believe that we should be in the mindset. Now I understand that these other leaders have an impact on us and our relationships. And it's a problem when Trudeau is a leftist and I've done segment after segment about Trudeau and stuff. I understand that we should care to a certain extent, but I think that we make the mistake of getting so wrapped up in who the leader of Italy is, who the leader of Israel is, who the leader of Iraq is or Afghanistan or Libya or whatever. It's like, why do we even give a crap? You know what I mean? Kevin, what do you think?
8: actually agree with you on that point yeah. is because I was on uh on X and there's several people. And actually I've started to, uh, not, you know, stop following these people to constantly where we Kelly, this be Kelly, that be Kelly, whatever, because I kind of feel the same way. It's like, what does it really matter to us so much of what he does? But there's, you know, it's kind of some things. And then I remember I kind of posted something on X and it was a reply to somebody and just kind of said, Hey, you know, like kind of what about this? What about that? And mm-hmm. I got attacked. I mean, I yeah. like totally got attacked. And people just telling me to shut the F up, whatever. You're full of. Yeah, it's funny. It. It's you're funny how paid, when you
7: when you post
0: uh, something on X, school. you know, you go to sleep for a minute and you wake up and your phone exploded. <laughs>
8: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, also, you know, the, the thing is, too, is, uh, you know, he uh, puts on this very conservative kind of thing. But I don't know if you know so much. Uh, the Google contract they have there, it's a 500 Google million. Fiber. Yeah, so well, so they're doing their cloud system, but it, it goes into education, government, all this stuff. And I understand you signed a seven year contract, maybe so you could kind of get out of it. But once you set up they're setting up permitting systems, all this kind of stuff as far as Google being the the backbone for it. So once you do all that stuff, you spend seven years into it, what are the chances that in seven years you're pulling out of it? There there's gonna be none. So you know, they're moving towards technology and kind of setting up a technocracy. And there, I get it with uh, Google, with the AI, with the racism, all this kind of stuff people have been talking Mm -hmm. about. In El Salvador, you don't have that so much. You go to El Salvador, there's a ton of people that are Hispanic that are from El Salvador. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going there and it's... uh, a melting pot like America is, you know, it's not so many different races. So I was just kind of curious your opinions on it. Cause I, I do really enjoy your show or while well, watching you when you are on InfoWars. Thank you. And, appreciate uh, that. You're, you're one of my favorite guys on there for sure. But I, I just hear other guys and I hear them talking about it. And then I hear them talking bad about Google, but this like at the same time, it's, it's kind of a conflict with me. And uh, I know somebody did request in El Salvador. They requested Basically, to be able to read the contract between Bukele and, and just keep it a secret. Google, and it's a secret. They're yeah, not. Yeah. they I don't, saying like, that. I don't like that type information. of information. Yeah. So what's classified about it? You know, it's like. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
0: I'm just. I'm, I'm more worried first, about like. the corruption and cover-ups in our own country, though. Generally speaking, so yeah, maybe Bukele sucks. I don't know. What do I care? I just want Joe Biden to go to prison forever. <laughs> you know.
8: <laughs> I agree. Yes, I I do agree that that and that that's kind of what it, my point was is just kind of. I try not to focus too much on it, but my wife, uh, she's from El Salvador.
0: Okay, well, then Um, it's more relevant to you.
8: Right. So both my, uh, and, you know, I do go, and it's a cool place. I mean, it's interesting. I wouldn't want to live there uh, by any means. Um, It's not America, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, we do, we do have our own problems. I just want to focus on that. But I, I do see people kind of pandering to this guy. Yeah, well, and the same thing with Malay, too, right? You see the same
0: thing with Malay and whoever that lady is that just got elected in Italy. Everyone's, like, celebrating this right wing. And when Boris got yeah. elected, he ended up being a sham. But everybody was so excited that Boris was elected because it was going to catalyze Brexit. And, yeah, we, we get all carried away with, like like it's some major victory for America when a right winger gets elected somewhere else. But it's like, right. maybe we should just be focused Absolutely. about saving our own damn country. <laughs> I
8: concur. Yes, sir. I Thanks for your call, 100%. Kevin. I appreciate it. Yes, sir.
0: I appreciate it. So we've got about 40 seconds left before the next break. Uh, so I'm not going to have time to take any more calls. But I do want to mention that what we're going to air over the next hour and a half of this show is first, I believe we're going to air the Owen and Richard Hirschman, renowned and bomber interview on Owen Schroer's new podcast, 30 Minutes, which I like to say is half as long and twice as good as 60 Minutes. So that's going to be coming up for 30 minutes. Then after that, there's going to be an hour of the Alex Jones Show with the same guest, Richard Hirschman, the renowned bomber, talking about all of his discoveries, experiences, and insights. Oh, John Alooney! Excuse me. I apologize. It's going to be John Alooney. Stick with us, folks, for more on the other side.
10: InfoWars is listener-supported and we appreciate your donations, but buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine, but our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today now 40% off. Support your health and support the infowar at infowarstore.com.
11: Not all energy drinks, not all energy powders, not all energy pills are made equal. A lot of them out there work really well. They wake you up and for a long time. The problem is they have a horrible letdown and they have ingredients in them that are not good for your body. Turbo Force was developed by one of the top scientists, sports nutrition experts in the country. And obviously because of all the attacks on InfoWars, it was a private contract that we paid him to develop what he believed with the ingredients available would be the best, cleanest, long-term, 10-hour clean energy. And we were able to develop Turbo Force. Only takes a little bit, and it time releases. Hits in about 30 minutes, but the different natural compounds that are in it synergistically work to give you energy on average for 10 hours with no letdown. Now, that doesn't mean if you end up not sleeping all night on it, you're not gonna be tired the next day. But if you take it in the morning, say, and then it worked till midnight, I have no hangover from it. My crew doesn't. The listeners love it. So I want to encourage all the viewers and listeners out there that want to support the broadcast at the same time get an incredible product. Go to infowarstore.com today and peruse the site. And while you're there, get a canister of Turbo Force. We used to have it in little individual serving packets, but most folks told us the full package too much so now it's in a single scooper and this formula is even stronger that's why it's turbo force plus ladies and gentlemen turbo force doesn't just boost your focus and your clarity and your stamina and your libido and so much more it doesn't just do it in a clean focused way it also funds the info war are there a few other energy drinks and energy mixes out there that are quite frankly just as good yeah this guy that developed ours developed those as well. But this is in the top three or four in the world. It works the best, and it funds the InfoWars 360 win. Get TurboForce today on sale at InfoWarsStore.com.
10: InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the Infowar at InfowarStore.com.
12: Interesting guests, censored topics. It's InfoWars 30 Minutes with Owen Schroyer. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. My guest today is Richard Hirschman. And the mainstream media doesn't want you to hear his story as a funeral director and, and an embalmer. But you might want to hear this story because it could affect you or your family members or people you know that have received the COVID-19 vaccine. Richard thank you for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, you have an interesting background. You have been a funeral director and embalmer for decades now, so you have a lot of experience in this field. And when you started seeing these fiber clots in individuals, you were shocked, you were concerned. It was something you'd never seen before, not from a few short years of work, but from decades of work. Yes, 20 years. So, 20 years, an embalmer, funeral home director, you've never seen anything like what you saw.
7: Nope, never seen anything um, until early 2021. Usually, I estimate around May. It could have been um, a little earlier than that, March or April. But when I first saw it, I was, you know, just kind of perplexed. You know, sometimes you run across things that are different, unusual, and you chalk it up as well, that was strange.
12: But, as, but it might be a one off. Yeah. When you're talking about, you know, dead bodies, corpses, it might be a one off here, a one off there, but you kept seeing this. Right.
7: Because uh, we were seeing an increase in clotting, uh, especially uh, towards the end of 2020, but especially when 2021 came around in January, uh, the clotting issues just got worse. But sometime within the first three, four, or five months, the clotting was getting more and more. Um, more and more stringy and all this stuff. And then I started seeing these white fibrous strands and I was um, taken back and wasn't really keeping track of it at the time, but a one-off, well, that's weird. Again, huh? And, but as the summer was going along through May, June, July, we were seeing it more and more often, and I started asking questions of others that uh, around me that I work with and other embalmers that I know. Uh, Nobody could explain it, and all of them were the actual active embalmers were starting to notice the same thing.
12: So you have talked to other embalmers. I was going to ask you that. You actually brought some examples here Mm -hmm. if you want to grab a couple of those because I think it's important also to explain that, These are not normal blood clots. You're saying you've never seen anything like this.
7: Right, a normal blood clot looks like grape jelly. Um, Sometimes they can be a little bit on the larger side, but if you try to manipulate them, it's kind of like trying to hold on to jello or grape jelly. It is red in color um, and they tend to fall apart You can almost rub them in your finger like this, and it just simply will start to dissolve. And when we would remove larger blood clots in the past, you see these. You could, um, you would have to be very, you know, to try to get it out in one piece, you had to be extremely delicate. Um, But these right here, you grab a hold of them, and I've had some that are uh, where I put a ruler next to it, and it was 33 inches long out of an artery. Which is even more alarming because clots normally would be found in. Looks things. like you have a couple others
12: in there too. Uh, you yeah, have a couple got, more I've too. I've got a couple more here. Um, I'm just trying to compare and contrast. I mean, they look pretty similar, so so the but, but these stuff, look a little different.
7: They w- right? What the reason why it's a little dark? I mean, these are huge. Right now, the uh, the um, the one that looks really thick. Um, I can't remember, but I believe that's one. That's just one strand. Yes, but this is an interesting one because-
12: um, But this, either way, none of these had been seen before the COVID vaccine, for you. Not for me.
7: I, have, I, hadn't, I hadn't seen it. And, and all of the people that I talked to, and that, some of the embalmers that I talked to, you know, I had 20 years at the time. I talked to people that had 30, 40, even 50 years. And
12: uh, they'd never seen anything like it either. And again, I mean, I'm looking at these things. They're, they're massive. I mean, these are enough to potentially or outright kill somebody. Right. Now, the, the big controversy that's going out there right now or some
7: people are trying to say is, you know, anti-mortem, which means before death or post-mortem, meaning these things are forming after death. Either way, for me as the embalmer, it doesn't matter. I'm seeing something I'd never seen before and I'm seeing this way too often. You know, right now I'm seeing them probably at one scale, you know, they're you know, sometimes they're not always as big, sometimes they're smaller, but I'm finding this white fibrous stuff um, in probably at least 50% of the people that I'm embalming now. Do
12: you have any doubt that this is from the COVID-19 vaccine? Well, I After all of the people I've talked to,
7: I believe it's related to COVID vaccine. But at the same time, all of the experts that I talked to and some of the scientists and doctors and pathologists, they leave room for the COVID virus itself. And because they believe this is spike protein related, the spike protein on the outside of the virus through natural infection is still there. You mean you still can have it. The problem, what these uh, believe is the mRNA injection was meant to make your body create the spike protein. And then from all of my understanding is the spike protein during COVID, they were saying this, you know, the COVID itself was thrombogenic. It became a clotting issue. It became a blood issue. Then to find out that it's the spike protein, which seems to be the the bad part of this virus. And then instead of making a traditional vaccine of some kind, they utilize a modified mRNA to make your body create that spike protein, a synthetic spike protein, which means now you've got your body making the spike protein that is thrombogenic by itself. There's a problem here. When does this when, when does that go away? Is there a turn off switch in order to, when the body stops making the spike protein? I'm not a doctor, I'm not a pathologist, and I'm not even a scientist. All I know is what I see. And it's just, in my mind, it is common sense. If you guys admit that the spike protein's thrombogenic, why did you create a vaccine to make your body create the spike protein?
12: Well, it's, it's concerned you enough to talk to the media about this, to go speaking in public about this, but there would be a way, and I know this is probably not involved in your field, I don't know if you've done any follow-up, but there would be a way to find out the individuals where you remove these fibrous clots from, which, I'm, again, you, you brought four examples, you have dozens of these, or you could have hundreds, I suppose, but you could ask, are these individuals vast or not? Ha- has there been any background check into that? Well, um,
7: in the earlier days when everybody was super proud to shout out their vaccine status and where it wasn't, you know, people were scared of COVID. And sometimes, you know, if the funeral director were to ask the question, they would know. And then that's where I would get my information as a trade embalmer, which is what I do. I no longer sit down and speak with the families like I'm speaking to you and going over the funeral arrangements, getting some background information, filling out information for death certificate, and just getting some idea of what happened to your loved one and then just bring up you was was your was your, was your loved one vaccinated by chance you know um, but now at this point where we are, uh it's kind of become taboo. We went from be proud, show your vaccine status. Look, I'm vaccinated to now I don't want to talk about it. right? It's not your right. It's not your right. it's It's a HIPAA violation for you to ask me my vaccine status when just, you know, a year or so or two years ago, you had to show papers to show you're
12: vaccinated to go to a damn restaurant. Well,
7: that doesn't make
12: sense. Well, I wouldn't say it's like an admission of guilt, but it's kind of like an admission of, Yeah, even I'm a little concerned, maybe. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Well, the reason why, and and I could show you on my phone
7: um, a reply that I had given to this person who's uh, a part of the movement before I went public. My concern was I'm seeing an obvious change in the people's blood. It's an anomaly. An anomaly. But it's no longer an anomaly. It's become a routine i see Mm. something's wrong the other morticians that i know they see something's wrong some of them are vaccinated some are not even the vaccinated ones are seeing something don't look right now some might want to sit there and deny it but if i notice something's different in the blood and back then i didn't know i didn't know if it was the vaccine if it was the virus I don't care if it was the, uh, you know, everybody's eating the wrong Doritos causing this. My point is if we don't bring this to the attention of people that can investigate it, they'll never get to the cause. Think about your, you could be driving a car and get a recall because of a tie rod end or some, a bad thing and the government makes the company recall those vehicles. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. But we can't look at something that could potentially be affecting over five billion people.
12: And and usually, even with those car recalls, it's a very small chance that you even have to deal with the windshield problem or whatever it is. With these, it looks like it might be a very high percentage chance. We're talking maybe 10% or higher. But you know, when you get into the issue of, people wanna say, well, this could be caused by the virus or the vaccine. I guess I'll just ask you, if it was being caused, if these clots were being caused by the virus, don't you think you would have started seeing them in 2020? That's a great point because I've admitted that
7: yes, as 2020 was progressing, the clotting issues got worse. The blood was stringier, and there was a lot more clotting, but it was still more, it was the more of the traditional blood clots that we were used to seeing. It was still red and- Still red. Just a lot more of it. Um, and, and this is a theory, and but it makes sense to me Again, I'm not a doctor. What was the difference? COVID, they said, was thrombogenic. All right, because of the spike protein. Well, now we got a vaccine that's going around, and we're making the body create that spike protein, which means the vaccine by itself, without COVID, will make you have a thrombogenic issue, a clotting issue. Is, you know, you could end up with clotting issue just because of the spike protein. The spike protein by itself is thrombogenic, meaning it can cause clots. There are papers. You look at all of the potential adverse reactions, and you're gonna see thrombocypenia, thrombosis, DVTs. You see heart issues, you see brain issues, you
12: see strokes. Well, a small clot in the heart can cause a heart attack. Well, and every single one of those things you mentioned can be a side effect of a blood clot. Absolutely,
7: and there again, I'm sitting there seeing the stuff in the in my on the table in front of me, as their death certificates. To the, stu- the coroner, or the doctor, will sit there. Oh yeah, myocardial infarction or a heart attack or a stroke or a brain bleed or whatever. And when I sit there and I hear, you know, the uh, uh, the funeral judges sit there and say, Oh yeah, they died of a heart attack. Um, it was. They said it was a heart attack, or they said it was a stroke and then I'm embalming this person, and I see all this weird junk coming out of their blood, and I'm like,
12: no wonder they died of a heart attack. Well, did you start to notice that first? Did you start to notice? I mean, obviously, heart attacks are not an uncommon thing. People do die from heart attacks. did, Did you notice that first, that these incidents were causing death more than they were before? I was getting, we were getting more people that were
7: dropping dead unexpectedly like um you know we we had a case one time and um and it was in the latter part of 2021 I can't remember the month in her 30s and I had been vaccinated and wasn't feeling right goes to the doctor they don't uh, you're fine you know we don't find nothing wrong with you goes home drops dead no autopsies performed, and I sit there, and I'm embalming the body, and they weren't these big ones like what I'm showing you right now, but there were many of them that were about the length of my fingernail, and it looked like little parasites, but they're not parasites. And I got, I had to learn to change my terminology a little bit, but they were like little, about that long, and there was a bunch of them coming out in the blood while I was embalming her. And I'm thinking, was that what killed her? I can't say I'm not a pathologist. People accuse me. Why are you? How, who are you? You're you're, you're just observing. I'm just observing. I am just sh- telling you what I see, and not just telling you about it.
12: Well, I you're brought, showing it.
7: I'm showing the evidence of what I see. You know, these fact checkers have had two years now hmm. to sit there and debunk my claims and my stories. Think if if this stuff existed prior, and it's in the medical literature, and there's you know, doctors, and, they take pictures all the time. If this stuff was actually a normal occurrence, it would be all over in medical, medical literature. Why haven't they
12: shown? Well, the fact checkers aren't interested in facts. No. I think that, no, I think that right. we have discovered that that is the case. But now there's enough data, and even the medical documents are out, that basically your account from this is backed up now by medical science as far as studies post-vaccine are concerned. But, but let, let's, let's just hone in on one thing. Part of the process of embalming is, is you're draining the liquids, you're draining the blood, right? We're pumping in
7: uh, a preservative, formaldehyde typically, and we're pumping it into an artery and then it's the uh, as as that pressure builds up and it pushes it out and it comes out of the vein. So it's you're pumping the fluid in through the arterial system and you're allowing the drainage to come out through the venous system. And so that's that's what we uh, that's what we do for the preservation. Always, always, always. In in my earlier years, is always if you're going to run into blood clots, the blood clots are in. The veins—it's where the there's, arteries have pressure pushing. Your heart's pushing it, forcing that fluid. So there's there's not like a lot of time or anything for the clot to form. But in the venous side, as it's coming back towards the heart, it's the there's it's the pressure's lower. The blood moves a little slower, and that's where blood sometimes will congeal. That's where you get deep vein thrombosis, and a lot of the blood clots they occur on that side when I started seeing these clots, these white fibrous looking things that were coming out of the veins, and I started noticing them in the artery and, and the only time I notice them in the artery, think about it is i I have to make an incision and open that up to put my instrument in there and when I made my make my incision and if I I see the clot right there, I could just take my forceps which are like tweezers
12: and simply just Pull it out, and and we've now seen this footage.
7: Oh, absolutely! But after that first interview that I I, I, I did with with um, uh, Dr. Jane Ribby, some of the some of the early comments were some people that were in the medical field, and they questioned that uh, when I had said that clots in arteries, they were like clots in arteries. I mean, yeah, it can exist, but it's so extremely rare. Well. Literally within like 48 hours, I had one, and and I cut. I, I saw it in the vein, and I had I had I had someone working with me, and I had um, I had this person take my phone and record me taken out of the vein, and then it's been of seen course, millions of
12: times now. By the yeah,
7: way, and then I um, no that's a different one. This is this is before that. Oh, multiple ones. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it, it's not very often, but. Then I turned everything, you know, put the phone down and all this, and I went to go ahead and open up the artery, and as, and as soon as I opened up the artery, I saw it in the artery, and I was like, hold on a second. got to sit there and, you know, I told her, I said, I want to record this one, because people were just saying they don't happen in arteries, and I'm like,
12: I'm going to it And it barely even took a day. It barely took a day, maybe two days at the most, I think. From, and that's how from common this. it is compared to, what, zero it's, times no, before? No, it's,
7: it's not. Even now, it's not like it's super, super common, but prior to all of this, the only time that I might see some kind of blood coagulation in an artery would have been a person that was found dead and they've been dead for several days. And somehow some blood in the arterial system um, turns into like, it literally looks like grape jelly. And you can, it's still and a, in a, in a malleable state it's not a firm
12: but, but you're talking fibros- about from z- almost no occurrences to now yes. it, it, you are seeing it but this is why i want to kind of why i wanted to hone in on this and and really get you to explain something if you put and you kind of explained this earlier you called it like grape jelly if you put if you can even get a blood clot to to stay in shape long enough and you put it in your fingers and you rub it like this it's basically going to disintegrate and go away if you put one of these fiber clots in your fingers and rub it like this does it lose its shape at all? No, um, so it's basically like a solid. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's
7: it's almost like tissue, literally like like tissue. You're talking about like muscle tissue. No, well, it's muscle tissue is red, and it's not as in the individual fibers, it's not as strong as this stuff. Um, this is almost like a uh, like a ligament or tendon rubbery stuff it's not as hard as a as a ligament but not exactly the same but it's it's similar um, I wish I could I, I, It's hard to, It's hard to describe I mean you literally have to well I guess maybe I it. would ask
12: it like this could you even pull out a blood clot and have it maintain its shape like that um, prior
7: to 20 uh, prior to all of this when we pull out a blood clot um, in the past, you can get some larger blood clots, but you had to be careful with them because they fall apart so easy. But not these. These don't. I've got a, a, an image where I took two of my locking forceps, which are kind of like a scissors, but they clamp into place. It's like a clamp. And, I, and, and I'm holding one of these clots, and I've got two forceps dangling from this thing, holding them in place. One was probably- So that's about, how
12: strong it is, yeah. and it, can even, it can
7: even hold weight. It holds, yeah, it can hold some weight. Now the skinnier ones, they're, they're weaker, but you get some of these fatter ones, they're actually holding
12: Well those holding ones weight. look pretty, uh, pretty, pretty solid there, like they could hold up some weight. And they're not hollow, that's,
7: they're not hollow. People want to say that it's a vessel. No, it's not a vessel, it's what's coming out
12: of the vessels. The only thing that should be coming out of the vessels is blood. So I'm curious, because I think, quite frankly, from my standpoint, this would even add more validity to your observations here. Before you started noticing this stuff, were you even interested in COVID vaccines or, say, conspiracy theories, or were you aware of any of the theories? Like, did you have any thoughts about them at all? Or, or you started seeing this, and that's when you started to wonder. Right. In the, um, when the COVID
7: vaccine came out, late December 2020 and actually really started ramping up in January of 21. I was asked by, uh, or I was offered to go get my COVID vaccine. The reason why I chose not to was because um, around May or June of 2020, I tested positive for COVID. Now it was mostly just a cold. It wasn't that big. I had a little bit of a bad cough, but it didn't last very long. I didn't do anything major. Um, the only reason why I tested positive is because my wife was sick and she would, didn't want to go to the doctor by herself. I said, well, I'll go with you. And I mean, if you get that, te- I'll get tested with you. Come to find out that I had had, had it. Um, without that test, I wouldn't have known. But when, when I was offered to go get the vaccine, it was still at a time where you, ha- you had to re- meet the age requirement. The elderly were first and the people and then the fr- and also some of the frontline people. And because I work with the dead, they kind of considered us that way. So I was offered a few times to go down to the health department at a certain time and a date where we could go and get our shot. My mind said, I already had COVID. Why would I get a vaccine for something that I already had? And if the vaccine is so important, which at the time I didn't
12: think either way, pro or against wasn't 100% a big deal. But, but in other words, you didn't have any agenda or preconceived notions.
7: No, I, why would I and, I, and I didn't take the vaccine because why would I prevent somebody else who might need it when the, mm. the supply was relatively short at the time? You know, it, it, remember it went through stages. I mean, in the beginning you had to be a
12: certain age, you had to have, you know, frontline doc or a frontline uh, worker. Well, I would guess it goes without saying you're glad you didn't take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did
7: take it didn't take but a few months or uh, uh, just a couple of months into into 2021.
0: Watch the full video right now at Video.
11: Please remember, we're listener Supported. We got great T-shirts, books, films, the best supplements out there. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Is massively discounted, finally back in stock. The strongest curcuminoid out there. That's the extract of turmeric. So good for your body. So good for inflammation. Body's ultimate turmeric formula. Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. While you're there, you get the best, cleanest ten-hour clean energy. It's called Turbo Force. Turbo Force. Turbo Force. Turbo Force. Infowarstore.com. Or 888 There's other great products that are also back in stock. 40% off, but not for long. And that is Nitric Boost to clean out your heart, your arteries, your veins, your capillaries, your cardiovascular system. Nitric Boost. Never offered it 40% off before, but we went right to the source we were getting it. Got a discount. So the sale right now is 40% off on Nitric Boost. We're funded by the people. Thanks for your support. We'll be right back